0: Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. I'm Spencer. I'm reading the dictionary to you, and I think you love it. The first word in this episode is dormitory. D O R M I T O R Y. Noun from before. I don't know why I said that. It's from the 15th century. One, a room for sleeping especially a large room containing numerous beds. Uh, I think of uh, in the military, there's these big, big sort of bunk rooms, just a huge, huge room with lots and lots of bunk beds where everybody's sleeping. Uh, Yeah, room for sleeping. Where else? Uh, Maybe in an old hospital, it might be a large room where everybody's sleeping, maybe in some sort of school. Uh, But on that note, number two a residence hall, providing rooms for individuals or for groups, usually without private baths. Oh, they don't get no private baths. I never lived in a dormitory. Uh, Colleges, you know, they got a dormitory. Uh, It could be a a male dormitory, a female dormitory, or maybe each floor is male and female, or maybe they're co-ed. Uh, I think there are some schools like that. That's probably a trend that's going in that direction. I think that they like to keep at least the floors by gender as much as they can, because the bathrooms on that floor can be all male, all female. Uh, So, yeah. Um, Yeah, I never had this experience. I have visited people. Uh, in dormitories, stayed with them uh, maybe for a little bit, uh, had to use those bathrooms. But um, yeah, I feel like I really missed out on a normal part of growing up from uh, childhood to adulthood by not living in a dormitory. But I think I turned out okay, right? (laughs) You can be the judge of that. Number three, this is chiefly British A residential community inhabited chiefly by commuters. Um, So where they, they're commuting, do they commute into, hmm, what is this? Residential community inhabited chiefly by commuters. Uh, Where is this dormitory? Is it near the place of work or the city? Is it far away? Do they live in the door? I'm a little confused by this one. Basically, it's a place for people to stay or sleep. Because, you know, it's from the Latin dormitorium. Uh, so what does that word mean? Um, hmm. I mean, I think it's it's all about, like, the home and the sleeping and stuff. Yeah, that's what it is. All right, the sound effect is just going to be beep boo doop boop The next word is dormouse. D-O-R-M-O-U-S-E. I think usually when I heard dormouse, I thought of a door like D-O-O-R, but this one just has the one O for some reason. Uh, It is a noun from the 15th century. The same same general time frame as dormitory, so maybe there was a lot of dormice in the dormitory. Any of numerous small old world rodents that are intermediate- in form and behavior between mice and squirrels. So they're in between mice and squirrels in in terms of form and behavior. Well, I will be posting a picture of this on social media. Uh, The family name is Myoxidae, M-Y-O-X-I-D-A-E. I never knew... I've heard of dormice, but I never knew that they were between mice and squirrels. I mean, they are mice, but how are they? So, they, are they bigger than mice? I'm very confused. Uh, this is from the Anglo French dormir, which I th- assume means, yeah, probably sleeping or something, right? I think that makes sense. Uh, yeah. And then. Also plus the Middle English mouse with no E, which means mouse. So it's a sleeping mouse. It's a little cute sleeping mouse. Boo boo doo boop boo The next word is dornick, or some people say donick, I guess. It is spelled D-O-R-N-I-C-K, which is why dornick makes more sense to me. Uh, But yeah, I guess some people say donick noun from 1840 a stone small enough to throw also a large piece of rock how large is large what how do you, when when does it become a, a stone or a rock or a boulder i've had this conversation before with myself so it's small enough to throw but it's also large how large is large is it, maybe the other, this this uh, also one is just one that's too big to throw. It also depends on the person. It's a very subjective word, this dornick or donick. This is probably from the Irish word. I'm not going to know how to say this. It's Irish. It never makes sense to my brain. It's spelled dornog. Uh, dornog, maybe they say donog, donig. Uh Dornog, we'll just say Dornog, which I guess is probably a stone or rock of some kind. Yeah, next time I'm at the beach I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up a Dornick and throw it or a Donic Dibloo Bli Next is Doronicum D O R O N I C U M Doronicum Noun from 1753 Any of a genus which is also doronicum of Eurasian perennial composite herbs including several cultivated for their showy yellow flower heads this is from the genus name also from the arabic darunaj darunaj uh, that is a plant of this genus so the plant is named after the plant of the genus plant Ba-ba-da-ba-doo-ba-boo. Next is DORP. I don't know what it is, but I love this word. DORP. D-O-R-P. Noun from circa 1576. The synonym is village. Hmm. A a village is a DORP. Uh, There is technically a village. The next suburb over is uh, technically a village because I think it's small enough. And uh, so now I'm going to call it a DORP. This is a Dutch word from Middle Dutch, akin to the Old High German Dorf, which means village. Ooh, I want to go back. Did we have Dorf in the last episode? Uh, no, we did not, because it's an Old High German word. So, Dorf means village. There's more at the word Thorp, with a DH. Th. Thorp. I wonder if that's going to be, it must be related to village, right? Right. It must be. Dorp. Oh, that's a good one. Next is a prefix, d-o-r-s, or you can add an i, or you can add an o, dors, dorsi, dorso. Uh, This is, uh, no, no year. Number one, it means back, the back of a thing, as in dorsad, which will be our next word. Number two, it means dorsal and... As in the example, dorso and uh, are we gonna see that? I thought, yes, 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 we will see dorso lateral here as well. So, anything with the dors, dorsi, dorso prefix has something to do with the back or the dorsal and something else. So, let's get into those. Biba dooba boo dorsad. Dorsad, that's it, adverb from circa 1803. It means toward the back, and the synonym is dorsally. So just toward the back because the dorsal is the back. Yeah, it's um, dorsal, the the S-A, or I guess the, the D suffix and the L suffix, or is it the A-D and the A-L? I, the, what do those mean exactly? I don't know. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a door, door sad. That door is so sad. Make it, make me a picture of a sad door, please. Tag me on social media. Boo ba dee ba ba boo. The next word is dorsal. First form d o r s a l. It is a variation of. I guess it's pronounced docile. Let's let's do a quick little check. In the next episode, uh, yeah, docile. That's how you pronounce it. Beep, boop, 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 boop. The second form of dorsal adjective. No, wait, let me just backtrack a second. If the first form of dorsal is a variation of docile, do you pronounce the R spelling differently? Is it also pronounced docile or is it pronounced dorsal? It doesn't say. I'm just guessing, based on the the letters. Okay, back to the second form of dorsal, adjective from 1727, one relating to or situated near or on the back, especially of an animal or of one of its parts. Something, something on the back. If something is on the back, it's the dorsal thing, the dorsal fin, the dorsal what What else do you got on the back your dorsal limbs if you have limbs on the back of you do are there animals that have those kind of limbs? It's the fin usually that we think of uh my my dorsal area is it needs some work. that's why I sometimes get massages because I need them because I'm old. Oh, I just had a dermatology appointment this morning. Yeah, this fun getting old. You got to get you got to do dermatology uh, uh checkups every year. You got to do uh, eye checkups every year. Uh res- regular physical checkups every year. Uh what's the dentist every year? Twice a year. All right, let's not talk about that anymore. Uh so number 2 for dorsal, the synonym is abaxial. A B A X I A L. And I like that word because the word back is in it, at least in the pronunciation, dorsally is an adverb. This is from the Latin dorsum, which means back. Beep, 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 boo, 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 boo! The third form of dorsal, noun from 1834, a dorsally located part, especially a thoracic vertebra. Uh, that's. A vertebra in the back, in the neck, in the somewhere. But yeah, it's on the back. And you just call it a dorsal. It's that, that's the name of it. It's a noun. It's called dorsal. And it's dorsally located. Next is dorsal lip. Two words. And yes, the second word is like the lips on your face that go blah, 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 blah. Noun from 1924. The margin of the fold of blastula wall that delineates the dorsal limit of the blastopore constitutes the primary organizer and forms the point of origin of chordomesoderm. Well, that was a lot of information I didn't understand whatsoever because I don't know the blastula wall and the blastopore and the, the chordomesoderm. Cl- cord- Um, So this is actually a perfect place to mention this. I just got a message on Reddit from somebody because every week I'll post whatever the current episode is on this share your podcast thing to get more people to be aware of it because that's what you got to do with these things. And uh, somebody was nice enough to comment and gave me some very nice comments. They did have a couple of notes of... Not really uh, constructive criticism, I guess you could call it. Suggestions, you know, they're just their opinion, like they said. And one of them was, um, are you strict to going through this in order? And I said yes. Um, Their thought was, you know, sometimes you come uh, come up to a word and you read a word in the definition that you don't know what that is. So then you have to go to that word to read what that is. And that could go on for a while. And so there's, you know, three, at least three words in this definition for dorsal lip that we would do that for. Um, And I've definitely thought about that. Um, I think it's useful if you're going to learn what a thing is, uh, specifically to go through that process. Um, But that's not exactly what I'm doing here. Um, Yes, we are learning, but in my mind, the whole I- whole idea of this is to go through it in order. So if you want to learn more, you can go do some additional digging. Um, or wait until this podcast is over, and then you can just jump to uh, whichever episode you need to to learn more about a thing. So in this case, Dorsal lip might send you to Blastopore. You'd have to find the episode where I talk about Blastopore. Uh, also, the other words that we don't know. Maybe someday somebody will actually take the time to figure all that stuff out, and then they'll actually give you episode numbers and time code numbers so you can quickly jump to it if anybody wants to take the time to do that. Next is dorsal root, two words. Some people might want to say root, noun from 1922. The one of the two roots of a spinal nerve that passes dorsally to the spinal cord and consists of sensory fibers. This is, uh, it's a part of your spinal column, I guess, two roots of the spinal nerve that passes dorsally to the spinal cord, which is all in the back. It's all of it is in the back. Uh, where, where it is exactly, I'm not sure. Maybe it's coming from the brain. Maybe it's between the spinal cord and the brain or something. Next is Dorset, with a capital D. D D-O-R-S-E-T. Noun from 1891. Any of a breed of domestic white-faced sheep originally developed in Dorset, England. Oh, they're probably so cute. So cute. Would you like me to post a picture of a Dorset sheep on social media? Go to at DictionaryPod on Instagram and Twitter uh it's a lot too much work to do something like that for tiktok but i do have some tiktok videos at speedjampar um but um yeah there's so many social media things i don't know what i can't keep up with everything eventually i feel like i should just get rid of all that stuff and just go super super old school okay next word Dorsa ventral d-o-r-s-i-v-e-n-t-r-a-l so this is the first one where we're seeing the dorsi dorsi prefix with the i and this is an adjective from circa 1882 one having distinct dorsal and ventral surfaces so this one dorsa ventral the um, the dorsi prefix in this case means dorsal and so it's dorsal and ventral because it has distinct dorsal and ventral surfaces. Now ventral is that the front? Ooh, we might have to do a real quick look. This is this is breaking the rules. Doesn't happen too often. But yes, we ha- sometimes have to. I think, it's, I think it would be useful in this situation to do a little skipping ahead. Uh, let's see, ventral, ventral, where are you, ventral? Uh, boy, okay, here, ventral, oh, uh, well there is also the V-N-T-R prefix, um, yeah, I think it means like front or, yeah, abdominal, belly, yeah, so it's the opposite of the back. So, dorsaventral, it just has distinct front and back surfaces. Number two is the number one definition for the word dorsoventral. Dorsoventral. Uh, different prefix, but it's the same prefix, but it's clearly different, but it's the same because it's a synonym here. Hmm. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Dorsaventral. What is this word? Dorsaventrality? ventrality. that is a noun, and dorsaventrally is an adverb. It's all about the front and the back. Beep, beep, boop, 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 beep, boop. The next word is dorsolateral. This was the example for the dorso prefix, so it will mean dorsal and lateral. But what specifically? Dorsolateral, no, adjective from 1835, of relating to or involving both the back and the sides. Lateral, that is the side. Your lat muscles are on the sides. Uh, yeah, that's, the, that's what that is. The front, no, not the front. That would be ventral. Lateral, dorsal, dorsolateral, back and the sides. Next is dorsoventral. So this is the same one that we had before, dorsiventral, but this one has an O in the fifth letter space. Adjective from 1870. Ooh, and let's look at the uh, the time difference. Uh, dorsoventral is 12 years before dorsiventral. Number one, relating to. Involving or extending along the axis joining the dorsal and ventral sides. So it relates to, wait, involving or exceeding, extending along the axis joining, so it's relating to the front and the back, it involves the front and the back, or it's something that goes between the front and the back. Not entirely sure what those would be, but uh, what's the context would you say this? I don't know. Um so that definition is the number 2 definition for dorsiventral and then the number this second definition for dorsoventral is the number 1 definition for dorsiventral so you can use either word in either context just a reminder for all of us the definitions are one having distinct dorsal and ventral surfaces Something that has a front and a back. And the other definition is relating to, involving, or extending along the axis joining the front and the back sides, the dorsal and the ventral. You can use either word for either one. It's fine. They could have probably simplified this. Dorsoventrality is a noun, and dorsoventrally is an adverb. (sighs) Dorsum is next d-o-r-s-u-m noun from 1615 one the upper surface of an appendage or part the upper surface number two the synonym is back especially the entire dorsal surface of an animal the whole back part of it is the back it is the dorsum hmm yeah, you need a noun. Dorsal is like usually the the adjective you're describing something as dorsal. The whole back part is the dorsum. <laughs> Dory is next. D-O-R-Y. Finding Dory. Keep on swimming. Keep on swimming. Keep swimming. I don't remember how exactly she says it. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, Dory, you're wonderful. Uh, I think this is spelled the same way, if I remember correctly. Noun from 1709, a flat-bottom boat with high flaring sides, sharp bow, and deep V-shaped transom. It's a boat. Maybe we'll post a picture of this Dory boat. Well, now I'm wondering if Dory the Fish was named after this Dory boat in some way. I might have to research that a little bit. This is from a mosquito word. Um, Mosquito looks Japanese. Maybe this is a form of Japanese. Um, I will spell it for you. M-I-S-K-I-T-O. I -I I think that is the name of the language. Uh, Their word is dory with an I, and it means dugout. So I think because this boat has a deep V-shaped transom, maybe that's like it's been dug out. Uh, So yeah, that's the the physical aspect of it gives it its name dory that was the last of the d o r words here we go to d o s d o s uh well in this case you would call it you'd say do's with an apostrophe or without an apostrophe before the s do's this is the plural of the second form of do and you would often use this in something like do's and don'ts. What are the do's and don'ts of podcasting? Number one, don't. Don't have a podcast where you read the dictionary. Don't do that. Do have a podcast where people actually want to listen to it. Next is DOS, all caps, abbreviation for Disk Operating System. It's the thing that makes the computer run. It's like the brains, kind of, of the computer. Not exactly, kind of, sort of. That might not be the best way to describe it. DOS. A lot of people just say DOS. Ooh, DOS. Is that the one where you'd have to type in everything? I remember my friends having PCs, and they would have the DOS system, and they'd have to... It was like, how do you remember all those things that you got to type? How do you know how to access anything? We, i had grown up with a mac and so it was like it was made super user friendly for me and i didn't have to use my brain maybe that's the way i am uh yeah so I, I didn't like pc computers because of all that that whole dos system but then of course they got windows and made it easier for everybody last word boop, boop, boop 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 Dosage, D O S A G E, noun from circa 1867. 1A, the addition of an ingredient or the application of an agent in a measured dose. 1B, the presence and relative representation or strength of a factor or agent. How much of a thing? What how what's the strength of this dose? Is it like 38 milligrams? That's a dose for a thing. 2A. This is the number two definition for the word dose. Sorry, back to I was talking about the milligrams. That's the dosage. That's how much you give. I think I said the word dose. So 2A is the number two definition for the word dose, which is in the next episode. To B1, the giving of a dose is a dosage. I'm gonna dosage you with 38 milligrams of a thing, whatever it is, I don't know, water probably would be good. To B2, regulation or determination of doses is dosage. It's the regulation or determination. How do you determine how much you're dosaging? dosaging no this is a noun three an exposure to some experience in or as if in measured proportions that is the dosage there is no etymology but it looks like we will learn a bit in tomorrow's episode the next episode which has the words the word dose two forms of it plus a whole bunch of other words. Okay, so it is time in this uh, episode for me to pick a word of the episode, and I will quickly reread the words to remind everybody dormitory, dormouse, dornic, or donic, doronicum, dorp, dorse, dorsad, dorsal, 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 dorsal lip, dorsal root, dorset, dorsaventral, dorsolateral, dorsoventral, ventral, dorsum. Dory Do's DOS or DOS and Dosage. Well, I very much liked both Dornick and Dorp. I am going to pick up this Dornick and throw it across to the next Dorp. Oh, I don't know which one do I like the best. I may I may actually remember Dor well, I might remember both of these. I don't know. That's going to be tough. But which one do I pick? I don't know. There was a lot more information for Dornick. That's for sure. I like the word "dorp," especially when it's because it's a village. It just seems odd for my brain. Call a whole town a village a "dorp." Uh, but Dornick, I think I might pick that one. Uh, it's it's either a small stone, a sma- a stone small enough to throw, or a large piece of rock. There's a dornick on the floor. I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to throw it. Unless it's too large, then it's still a donick Yeah, this is sort of sing singy songy kind of. Uh that is going to be the end of this episode uh real quick. I will say that yesterday last night we watched All Quiet on the Western Front. This is the new 2022 version. Uh, there have been three versions of this movie, this story, in the last hundred years. It's about World War One, and uh, that just, all of that stuff. Um, I saw the first one, which is a silent movie. I saw that years ago. I don't think I ever saw the second one, uh, so we, would ju- we just watched this one. It's in German, a little bit of French, Um uh it's two and a half hours long it's very good you really got to pay attention to the the subtitles though unless you know german um we we had to quickly look up a bit of like how did this war get started um the real short story is uh somebody was assassinated and then germany got pissed or austria got pissed and they declared war on another country and then because of all the allied situations a whole bunch of countries started declaring war on other countries and i think it was mostly germany and austria who were kind of the ones in the middle of this because they well they declared war on somebody else except their person had been murdered so you know the whole the whole idea of war is insane. Like there, what, what Putin is doing right now is almost exactly what one of the characters was doing in the movie, which was like, "This needs to be part of our land. Go kill them." And I the, through the whole movie, I'm like, "This this happened? People? They were just like, okay, yeah," and they were so excited about like just the whole idea of we're our group of people and you're your your group of people and we hate you and we don't like you and you we want you to die i don't know i just like my brain can't has never been in that state of mind so i can't understand it and obviously i know this is many many years ago over a hundred years ago and it's a whole different time and place and sentiment and everything but wow yeah but it was a good movie okay that's it that's it we're done thank you very much for listening and until next time this is spencer dispensing information goodbye